Hi, I'm your host, Tina Clark, and welcome to My Weirdest Experience Podcast. This is the podcast of the weirdest experience that has ever happened to you and gives you a venue to fully express yourself and share your weirdest story with the world. This is the No Judgment Zone, a safe place to share your experience. It's also a place where we discuss what happened to you and share some possible theories on what and why this happened. If you would like to be on the show, email me at contactstargazingangel at gmail.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I have Mike Famalant here. He has a show of his own called In the Shadow of the Big Red Eye. And it's all about Bigfoot. And Bigfoot is one of the favorite things that I like to talk about. So I've been real excited to talk to Mike. Um, Welcome to the show, Mike. Hey, thanks. Thanks for uh, having me. And thanks, uh, everybody, for tuning in and listening. This is great. I'm so excited. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. Uh, Okay. I'm 32. Uh, I live in northwestern New Jersey, kind of in the tip of like the armpit of Pennsylvania, New York, a little bit. so uh yeah i'm into bigfoot and uh we go around filming my show can we start over i'm sorry yeah i got really sidetracked okay let me turn off the tv there we go all right sorry (laughs) you have the tv (laughs) focus okay um so yeah, uh, um, I'm 32. Uh, I'm a firefighter, EMT, uh, graphic designer, but now a full-time Bigfoot researcher um, living in Northwestern New Jersey. Uh, I've been doing it for uh, Bigfooting for like 11, 12 years now. Uh, and it's been quite a ride. I've, I've seen some really, um, gathered some real, really cool evidence and talked to some really cool witnesses. And I, I really do believe that there's something out there. In fact, I'd be, I'd be more surprised if a Bigfoot type creature didn't exist. And why is that? There's too much evidence to prove otherwise. Um, there's, I mean, everything from footprints to, um, you know, uh, witness sightings, hair samples that have come back, unknown primates um, with, you know, DNA tested. Um, and just the thousands and thousands of sightings and the there's got to be something behind that yeah and it's not and it's just the reported sightings imagine the number of sightings of people who are afraid to even talk about what they saw or report what they saw or don't even know they can report what they saw i i would venture to guess and this is just my my guesstimation that uh, 10% of people probably uh, go on record and report their sightings. So that leaves a whole bunch of non-reported sightings and, you know, multiply that by 10 and there's, there's your actual, what, what I believe is your, your, your true sightings. Yeah. So usually um, Bigfoot researchers like yourself or believers like myself, you have an experience that, kind of wakes you up to it. Do you want to share how you got started? 
Yeah, uh, sure. I was um, living down in Florida. Uh, I was hanging out, um, doing, uh, watching Finding Bigfoot on TV. I was at, um, working at a beach resort and I was bored and it was the best job I've ever had. But I went on their website and um, I, I saw that you could take uh, expeditions, public uh, like expeditions with them, pay money and go out with these people and look for Bigfoot and go camping with them for like three nights. So uh, I was engaged at the time. So before we got married, I was like, oh, let's go do this. This is going to be fun. You know, uh, I've never been camping prior to that. So I was like, it's going to be an experience. Why not? So so excited. It cost a lot of money. Right. Uh, I was I was kind of uh, taken back by how much it cost. But uh, regardless, got the tickets uh, non-refundable. I was like, OK, great. Um, so then we broke up. And I moved to Tampa, got a job in the ambulance, and I still had these tickets, and they were like two weeks away, and like non-refundable, and I paid like a lot of money. So I was like, "Crap, I gotta bring somebody." It's for two people, so I got, I'm not gonna go alone, and I gotta bring somebody else. So here I am, like the second shift that I work with this guy Jimmy, um, and he he's he's an awesome person. He's a bit my best friend to this day. But uh, I was like, Jimmy, you know, this is going to sound really strange. And I know you don't know me, but I got two tickets to go look for Bigfoot up in North Florida. And I need somebody to go with me. Uh, can you come? And he's like, I've always wanted to do that. So like I said, best friend of this day. Uh, anyways, we go up there. Nothing happens. Um, meet some weird people, but uh, cool people. But we uh, set up camp kind of away from everybody because we thought everybody was going to be like weird. And then, you know, not realizing that we're looking for Bigfoot also. Uh, but we sent, you know, needless to say, we, we set up a little away from everybody. We had our own little fire pit and, and whatnot. And um, the last night uh, we uh, stayed up. It was like four o'clock in the morning. And we stayed up because there, uh, there was a meteor shower. And I was living in Tampa and I had, you know, previously lived in North Jersey where there's little to no light pollution. And now I'm living in the city of Tampa and I can't see anything. So it was like beautiful to see the stars and the meteor shower. It's just really cool, you know. Um, and then we heard like a tree knock and that's something that Bigfoot do. Uh, so I was like, oh, you know, my initial thought was these people uh, that put on the expedition are uh, getting, you know, nothing happened. There's no Bigfoot activity. So now they're, we're, they're getting their money's worth, right? This is why people come back because they have some activity. So there's someone knocking in the woods. And then another knock happens a ways away on the complete opposite side. I'm like, ah, they're pretty good, you know? All right, this is kind of cool, whatever. Um, then, you know, maybe 10 minutes later, uh, uh, you hear it come through the trees, like like crashing through the, the it's a pine tree canopy, just and, and plunk. It was like, it was like a, like a little smaller than a fist, like a, like almost a fist sized rock. Um, and it lands uh, like 10 feet away from us. And I'm like, holy crap this is scary now like these people are throwing rocks at us and uh this isn't cool <laughs> like like now this is getting a little too too intense for me so i'm freaking out like i said this is my first time ever camping and uh, jimmy's all excited because this is like bigfoot activity i'm still thinking it's somebody and he's like mike if you want to sleep in the car you can and before he could even even uh say car i had my tent my sleeping bag every it was rushing just throwing everything in the car but he finally said mike you know this is he talked me into going back out and sit by the fire this is a bigfoot activity let's you know let's this is why we're here so i'm like fine whatever uh still scared as anything 
uh, over the next like 15 minutes, uh, four more rocks landed five to 10 feet from us, all about the same size, golf ball to fist size. Um, and Jimmy was like, I'm going to throw a rock back at, in the direction of this, this thing. And I said, Jimmy, I really don't think that's a good idea uh, because you know either it's a person or a Bigfoot so you're either going to you know, you know, potentially assault a person or uh, piss off a Bigfoot, regardless, lose-lose situation. So he threw a rock back at it. And uh, I, I knew exactly at that second um, a, it wasn't a person because crashing through the canopy, just like the other rocks, was a, a laptop-sized boulder, and it landed like five feet from us. Um, and then everything stopped no more activity after that nothing nothing happened um and we were just kind of in shock like what what could we didn't get any sleep that night like we were we were we were we were uh scared we were interested we were we were so excited uh so so the next morning uh we went and we said uh, to these people hey did you hear anything last night and they're like oh yeah we heard two tree knocks it's like oh okay we did too perfect so they they kind of heard the same thing uh then we went and kind of did a measurement of what happened like where where the closest uh the closest the, the whatever through the rocks could have been because you know the trajectory and come through the canopy and it was like at least 75 yards away and i say at least because that's like the closest it was more like 100 yards away um so what can throw you know rocks 100 100 yards i i especially a laptop size rock i i don't know um so you know we get i get back from the expedition and i'm thinking and i'm in shock and i'm like man you know it took me like a couple of weeks to realize like something is in the woods you know i came back and i started watching videos and 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 doing whatever and really get into it i'm like there's got to be something out there so that's that's the first experience that really got me into the whole bigfoot thing and then been out since then and found some really compelling and cool evidence yeah i mean the only being that can throw rocks are humans and we don't have monkeys or in the woods <laughs> in our woods um, you know actually um you can't rule it out, especially in Florida. Uh, Florida actually okay. has a history of escaped monkeys. There's a there's a um, a place in Central Florida called Crystal River, and they uh, they actually filmed an Indiana Jones movie there. So they brought in monkeys, but mm -hmm. they didn't realize the monkeys could swim. They put them on an island, so they swam and got away. And now there's uh, possibly a sustained population of Bigfoot in or of, of monkey in um, in Central Florida. So that's kind of just a side fact. Well, okay, I take it back. There could be <laughs> monkeys in the for in the in the forest. Well, you know, there are people who see um, black panthers in North America. Absolutely, hunters. You know, not just people, but hunters that spend time. There's all sorts of wonky things in the in the woods. So, so what are some of the best evidence you've experienced since uh, well, then? Like I said. Um, I've experienced and, 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 and got a, a whole bunch of different types of evidence. We've, we've um, recorded vocalizations ooh, in, um, uh, uh, in, in Pennsylvania and in, in, um, 
Western, Northwestern Pennsylvania, uh, up in Whitehall, New York comes to mind when you say best evidence because uh, we've been up there a multitude of times and each time it produces really interesting kind of cool evidence. Um, Whitehall, New York has a long history of Bigfoot sightings. Um, and when we go up there, we, we have this kind of different way of investigating because like, you know, uh, We've been up there, and I know kind of the area and how to how to investigate it properly. That always kind of gives us activity. Um, and we've been up there surrounded by Bigfoot before. Like uh, there had to be three of them, and they were they were big, breaking branches. Uh, uh, they had to be uh, like twenty feet from us, um, uh, throwing rocks, breaking branches. You could you could hear walking around. Uh, it was experienced by my other team, and then we we went in and we had that they the uh, they they got the big brunt of it and then we went in and um i can't i can't um wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a person <laughs> so uh it was definitely an intimidation thing to get out of here and uh we didn't so it got a little more aggressive uh and that 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 you know we got it on voice recorder anybody can listen to it it's up on our, our youtube page um best physical evidence that we got and it comes from actually new jersey where i'm from up uh, in high point state park um there's this um gas line that runs through sussex county um where i'm from and uh i had um in the beginning of the uh, end of the spring i had a tree get torn down uh, that was audio recorded and video recorded by myself uh, uh along this gas line and then uh, actually just the other uh like two weeks ago less than two weeks ago uh, I captured a thermal imaging recorder uh, of a possible Bigfoot, and uh, I can't say if it is Bigfoot or not yet. Uh, we just went back the other day and did a recreation, um, but the cool thing is I got it captured on thermal imaging camera, but it was also during the day, so I was recording uh, on my high-definition uh, video camera as well, so to go back and really analyze that, but that's, uh, I don't know, that's that could be the best evidence, um, not only that I've collected, but almost in the Bigfoot community. Yeah, and you just came back from a trip, right? You recently did a trip out. Um, Where did you go? Geez, uh, my last trip was to Kentucky. Yes, Kentucky. Uh, yep, yep, That we went to uh, Red River Gorge. Um, that was really cool. Uh, didn't have too much Bigfoot activity there, but um, that doesn't say that there, there's nothing there. Red River Gorge um, is, is great, but I think Bigfoot would be more in like the Daniel Boone National Forest area, which I didn't unfortunately get to investigate. Yeah. So have you, have you seen anything else or experienced anything else in the woods that may or may not be Bigfoot? You know, um, yeah. And I don't think it's related to Bigfoot at all. I think Bigfoot is a... Uh, um, a biological creature just like like us like a bear like a like a chipmunk you know um i don't think it has anything to do with interdimensional stuff ufos aliens i don't i don't personally believe that um if if your listeners do or if you do i i i, I think that's awesome uh but i just would challenge anybody to show me evidence of that what you believe i can show you evidence of what i believe so but um it's just a yeah, it's it's awesome. So what have you seen? Oh, yeah, yeah. The sorry, <laughs> I got a little sidetrack there again. Um, so 
this happened twice. We've seen we've seen something, uh, and we've we've recorded it and stuff. Uh, something in the in the in the uh, sky. Uh, one was in central Pennsylvania in Bald Eagle State Forest, and one was in High Point State Park in in Northwest Jersey. And and both times it was just a solid light in the sky, and it was just kind of like maneuvering like an M, zigzagging back and forth across the sky. And like I said, multiple people saw it. I'm not going crazy, but uh, don't know what that was. Uh, can't explain it. I don't know if I believe in UFOs. I, I really haven't invested too much time into it. Bigfoot is my my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've also seen like uh, like orbs, glowing orbs uh, that kind of just hover there and, and are very just weird. I don't know. You can't really explain it. Um, you know, some people say it's ball lightning. Some people say it's uh, swamp gas and stuff. All good possibilities, but I just don't know what it is. Um, so those are two really anomalous things that I just can't, I have no idea. Yeah, I've seen those orbs too. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's very strange. Very strange. There's a couple of theories on what they are. I mean, they go more into the woo, mm. uh, you Absolutely. know. But you do. Our cameras do capture things that you can't see with the naked eye, and sometimes you do see orbs in pictures. It's probably mm. one of the most common places, but. Yeah, actually, I was on um, <clears throat> invited in a paranormal investigation a while ago, and like I said, I just ha- I, I, I don't invest enough time into it, so I can't give you an answer of if there is something or not. So we did. We went into this haunted house, uh, supposedly, and uh, nothing. I was did not. Everything was so so laid back and cool. But then, like as we were about to leave, they had like this SLS camera, which I guess like kind of like. Uh, uh, maps figures that you can't see i don't know how it does it but so it uh, looks like a stick figure yeah yeah that yes thing. those and, are so creepy and i swear to god i have no idea what it was there was a stick figure and it was like in the bathroom uh and it was doing like it when we said like can you can you raise your hand it did it can you raise your leg can you dance i have no idea to this day it, it mystifies me uh I got nothing. I got nothing to disprove that. I, I this is not your area. <laughs> no, but I think it's really interesting, and I and I, I would love to get more into it. Uh, you know, once I once I find Bigfoot and stuff. So you think you're gonna find him, or her? Them. Um, I think anybody has a really good potential to find or get evidence of Bigfoot I'm totally like no kill so um find a picture you know take a picture of him get some hair samples and move on let him be uh but I think that the more you're out in the woods the better chance that you have of seeing and finding something and what's super cool is I just finished up a my Bigfoot mobile command center which is uh, an uplifted customized Subaru all I did everything myself uh, which allows me to go on the road uh, for longer periods of time. I have like a bed in it. Um, it's customized uh, specifically for my big footing needs and my uh, long-term driving needs. So I can go cross country without having to like pay for any camping spots or hotels or anything like that, which is going to allow me to access uh, deeper areas and go more in depth uh, on my investigation. So I'm super excited to, um, you know, that just got on the road not too long ago and uh, super excited to see see um, you know how it does long term. Yeah, 
I'm curious because I know a lot of people live in uh, camper vans, RVs, that sort of thing. I'm like, where where do you park that? Where would you park Walmart. your Subaru? Walmart? They still <laughs> oh, they still allow that. <laughs> two days. You got two days. Um, <laughs> No, but um, seriously, there, there's uh, so many different places that you can camp uh, all all over. New, uh, New Jersey really stinks because um, you can't camp anywhere uh, without paying. Uh, but most states allow you um, to camp overnight uh, for at least one night if you're if you're pulling, you know, just driving through or something. Truck stops are always cool if you're just doing a real quick overnight. Um, but for me, I'd like to go deep into the woods, kind of where you nobody else goes that's that's where i i kind of pick my my bigfoot areas so i try to like uh, avoid everybody else <laughs> yeah and i think you go solo right uh yeah i, I, I solo bring people um yeah. you know I'm, I'm cool with either yeah i would never do that dude <laughs> no no it's not you know seriously it's not bad it's it's um you know uh i i actually like solo night hikes now i listen i used to be petrified of going in the woods at night, you know, because I was never an outside person growing up, never, you know, like I said, never camping outside or doing anything outside. But uh, it's, it's kind of grown on me because like you get to experience some, you get to test your limits a little bit. And, and I don't know, for me, that's, that's exciting. And it's something I, I love to do. Yeah. I still get scared out there and petrified, but you know, Hey, that's cool. And I, I could get really cool evidence that way. I think that you have a better chance of getting evidence if you're by yourself than if you're with a group of people. Yeah. Um, when you're going with a group of people, people, are there females in the group too? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, absolutely. Um, there's different tactics, different styles. Sometimes we'll, um, you know, if there's a couple females, we'll have them like walk ahead and just chat and laugh. And we'll, uh, you know, the guys will be behind them with a thermal imaging camera, something like that. Um, we have different techniques. Sometimes, uh, you know, if you have a kid, we bring out kids. Uh, we've, we've had uh, different types of animals come out. Um, anything to just really interest a Bigfoot. I think Bigfoot is a very uh, uh, interested creature. He's, he's intrigued by us, um, mm -hmm. but he's smart. So he, he, he's going to come in and investigate and, and try to see, but he's still going to keep himself in, in our, you know, we're going to be in his shadow. That's right. the name of my show. Um, right. But, but the more interesting, the more uh, things that Bigfoot is going to be intrigued by, I think the better chance that he's going to come in and investigate something. Yeah. So we've set up, we've, we've set up dummy camps before where, um, we put uh, cameras and, and all these evidence traps all around this, this uh, uh, fake tent. And we have like either uh, a 20, like a long recording of people snoring in the tent, which Bigfoot has kind of been reported when people are snoring, he comes in a little bit closer. Um, and then also babies crying, which has been uh, another reported thing uh, that Bigfoot is really interested in coming in and investigate. Unfortunately, uh laws say we can't leave live babies alone in a tent so we have to do the, the recording <laughs> well also people have reported hearing um baby cries in the woods and then they'll have an experience absolutely yeah uh, bigfoot is known to or has, has been reported to mimic different types of animals um uh, any everything from coyotes to owls to people um 
they're 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 I don't know extremely intelligent. So I think that's that's one of the ways that they they kind of uh, stay hidden is they they mimic other animals. But so you know we have over three hundred million people in this country. Mm-hmm. How did Bigfoot elude us this whole time? How did they stay hidden? Well, that's a that's a great question. Um, I can answer that uh, very simply. Um, I think there's 2,000 Bigfoot in the country. That's just based on sightings, the areas and stuff like that. Uh, it's enough to sustain a population, however, enough to stay hidden, in my opinion. Um, if you take 2,000 people and spread them over the United States, there is no way that was 3 million people you have an intelligent creature that you're, you, you, you're going to stay hidden. That's, that's, that's a given. Um, there was a study not too long uh, that I read. Uh, a hunter had like a herd of 40 deer in his property. And I think, no, uh, like a herd of deer, I think it was 10 deer and a 40 acre property fenced in. He didn't see him for like four months. He checked it every day, walked around it every day. It's amazing. You yeah. want to stay hidden. Yeah. Stay hidden. And, and growing up, like you, you learn about, you know, who came to this country and that they surveyed everything and, and they make you think that there, a human has stepped on every part of this country. And I think that's simply not true. I don't know. I mean, going back to Native American times, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't think it is where I'm from. Uh, North Jersey. I think it's that's that's it's hard for me to comprehend that because um, you know I'm from such a, a populated area. Yeah. Um, I have been places where yeah, I'm, I'm pretty confident. I've even asked people like, when's the last time you think someone walked here? And and the people, local people, are probably like never. I was like, oh crap, that's that's <laughs> like really cool. Yeah, I don't know if you've been out west, but I've been mm, to Montana six times. Mm, and that's beautiful you will you will you're on federal land right you're on a trail maybe we always had a guide but you will not see anyone else the whole day you Mm -hmm. could spend the whole day on national forest land and not see anyone absolutely and now take a creature that is intelligent and, and knows that it has to stay away from people or else bad things are gonna happen to it because they've seen that happen throughout their history. And they see humans as like, like aliens chopping down their forests with these big things and these guns hunting other animals. And that's, of course, they're gonna have to stay away from us. I'd stay away from us too. Yeah, they do. But then their curiosity seems to overwhelm them and they... They want to watch. Kills the cat. Absolutely. Right. If they really wanted to stay hidden, they could. No one would ever see them. Mm-hmm. There, you know, there would be maybe random experiences where they bump into each other. But... Maybe random footprint finds. Maybe. Right. Right. But like throwing rocks at you, that's mm-hmm. telling you that I'm here. I'm not right. really trying to be hidden right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that's um, when, when events such as aggression happen, I think it's because you're too close to their family group. Remember I said we were camping away from everybody right. in that thing? Mm-hmm. Nobody else had rocks thrown at them except us. 
And I think that's because we were the ones that were a little too close. And they were like, listen, these guys are impeding in our area right now, intruding in our home. My baby's right here. I'm going to get, I need to get these guys out of here. What, what can I do to remain hidden, but push them out? <laughs> or let's have fun because these guys are on the edge of the woods and we can throw rocks at them and let's see what happens. I don't think so. I don't, I don't no? think they're, I, no, no, no. I don't think, um, I don't think that's, that's right. But I, I don't think they would be that curious, if you will. Um, I think with, and like with what happened with those rock throws, they could have easily hit us. They, these rocks were spot on oh, yeah. five to 10 feet. They could have easily hit us if they wanted to. But th I, I think that's they 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 know somehow that if they hit us there's going to be a big problem you know there's going to be people coming out mm -hmm. with all the searchlights and all their helicopters looking to see see this and that's not going to be good for them so i think that's why like like nobody no, there's been there's been no reported attacks on people that have been verified by anybody so but there you know there's been thousands and thousands of up close reports that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting because there's a lot of fear wrapped up on around Bigfoot and how dangerous they are. And they get blamed a lot for missing people in the national parks and, you know, but they have, if they wanted to, they could get you. If they wanted to, they could hit you, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, there's obviously a reason why, why they don't. And right. that shows With, a level of intelligence. That's why I think they're more human than animal. Yeah, totally. I agree with that. So what's coming up for you now? You've got some more trips planned? Um, yeah, I got, uh, let's see. I have um, a speaking event up in Whitehall, New York, which is going to be awesome uh, coming up. Uh, uh, and then a trip down to Virginia coming up. And then we're going to do... Uh, we're going to test out that Bigfoot Mobile Command Center, and I'm going to do, like, not a cross-country thing, but, like, a vertical thing <laughs> and go down, mm -hmm. uh, hit the East Coast, go down to Florida, yeah. spend some time down there, and then um, go up, uh, take the Route 10 thing, go into Louisiana, go to Boggy Creek, and then kind of come back up to Jersey that way. So uh, I'm not sure how long it's going to be or whatever. I'm just going to actually, it's on my list to do today is plan out some of my stops. So I'm just super excited. Uh, we do have on our YouTube, uh, our season five uh, is coming out this October. It should be the end of October. Um, and the evidence that uh, I said with that recorded up in High Point State Park a couple weeks ago is definitely going to be in a season. I think it's going to be the season finale episode. Mm -hmm. uh, it might be kind of released before then. However, like if the news gets a hold of it or whatever, because uh, it is like that, that kind of cool. Um, but until then, you know, just, uh, you know, I, all my episodes are on YouTube. So I, I, I would, uh, if you're into Bigfooting or just getting out in the woods, that's the whole point of my show. That's why I made the show is, is uh, kind of like to prevent kids, not to prevent, but to help kids, help stop kids from growing up like I did being inside all the time. So, so my every, in every episode, I sub, subconsciously or send a, you know, a message that, you know, get outside and see something you wouldn't see sitting on the couch. That's, that's a whole, that's a whole mission, the mission statement of the show. 
Yeah, I can uh, relate to that because I grew up in New York City and mm. I was never outside. Yeah, it's hard to get away in New York City. No, you can't. And then you always have to have an adult with you for safety reasons. You know, it's not like you can go out in your backyard and play. I didn't have a backyard. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thank you, Mike, for being on the show and oh, sharing yeah, your stories. Yeah. And if you want to check out his show, it's on YouTube and it's called In the Shadow of the Big Red Eye. In the Shadow of Big Red Eye. Uh, we're on social media. Uh, uh, like I said, our YouTube has all of our episodes on it. Uh, hit me up on Facebook. Um, uh, subscribe if you like the stuff because the, every subscription kind of like helps me and it um, gets me closer to uh, being able to sustain myself doing Bigfoot research. Uh, yep, and all the links are going to be in the show notes. You want to check that out. Hi, friends. Thanks for listening. This is your host of the Weirdest Experience podcast, Tina Clark. I also wanted to share with you, I have my own energy healing business called Stargazing Angel LLC. I offer energy healing sessions, EFT tapping sessions, tarot readings, and I also offer classes on Reiki, shamanism, and tarot, and more. If you're interested in having a session with me, please call 843-695-7218. Or you can email me at contactstargazingangel at gmail.com. You can also check out my website, which is www.tinakinneyclark.com. That's T I N A. K-I-N-N-E-Y-C-L-A-R-K-E. Thank you for listening. If you have a weird experience to share, please email me at contactstargazingangel at gmail.com. Check out our website on tinakinneyclark.com. Also, we're on Facebook and like us on Facebook and share your favorite episodes with your friends and family. I look forward to hearing about your weirdest experience.